0: On today's episode of the Regression to the Mean podcast, we have our week 13 running back rankings. I am your host, Sean Moran, and joining me on this fine Wednesday afternoon are my co-hosts, Keegan Thompson and Aiden Haller. Keegan, how are we doing today, man?
1: I'm doing all right. I was hoping to uh, debut a new uh, webcam for the YouTube viewers. I've got myself uh, ordered one on Black Friday, but it has been held up, and I have gone to bat and pulled out full Karen with Amazon support this week. So we're, we're down bad in the camera department, but we're up good in the football department. Thanks, Bezos. Jeez. Oh, yeah, God. seriously, Bezos. How do I get a direct line to Jeffy? <laughs> um, Aiden, how are we doing?
2: All you know, all things are go over here on the uh, on the Aiden front. You know, no complaints. Um, you know, good to have all three of us together again. We are we are right around the corner from playoffs. Um, my teams are looking good, so hopefully we can um, you know give the people some knowledge here, some um, some good some good tidbits here as you look to um yeah secure fantasy glory.
0: I would like the record to be shown in our in our uh, waiver wire episode. No. Aiden <laughs> had said that he was undefeated against the mean team. Uh, I beat him in dynasty and I beat him in redraft, okay? It, he's beaten us twice each in another league so he can have that, but he is not undefeated against the mean team.
2: All right. Well, I'm 7 and 2. <laughs> I'm uh- i I got my feathers up. I'm I'm peacocking pretty tough through the streets as I uh, as my record for his RTM shows. I'm
0: a peacock, you gotta let me fly. Okay. You gotta let me fly.
2: Yeah, we... He's
1: taking pride in beating my dynasty teams that I'm starting Josh Reynolds on every week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Before we dive into the rankings, we have some very exciting news, guys. So this is this is big time. Um we're always looking to partner with new and exciting brands in the fantasy sports space. And we are proud to announce that we are officially partners with Chalkboard Fantasy Sports. Um, guys, this is, we're pumped. This is amazing, right? Um, and the Chalkboard Picks game is incredible. You can win up to 100x your money by simply choosing more or less on the projected stat lines of your favorite NFL players. But, but, dear mean team member, what makes Chalkboard Picks unique is the fact that they offer alternate lines. For example, this Thursday, you think the Seahawks are going to have to play in catch-up, and Geno most likely needs to throw for a ton of yards to beat the Cowboys. But you're a little hesitant to take his over 220 pass yards. Well, on Chalkboard, you can bring down Geno's 220 pass yard total all the way down to 199 yards. And if you wanted to take that bet and that prop and combine it with Tony Pollard's alternate reception lines of over two and a half, you can create a slip that will 2X your money that is hit in seven out of 11 games. It's pretty good, Aiden Keegan. Seven out of 11, we're going to we we're gonna take that every day of the week. You, I like those odds. We like them. You can sign up for the Chalkboard app in the link in the description of this video. And you can use promo code RTM to double your initial deposit up to $100. Promo code RTM, double your deposit up to $100. We are taking that Gino and Tony P. slip this Thursday. And you can be taking it with us too with promo code RTM. It is chalkboard. Google it in the App Store. Use the link in the bio. Promo code RTM. We're pumped. This is huge. We love underdog. Nothing against Underdog. We are still working with Underdog, but it's always exciting to bring a new player in the space and partner with them. Right, guys?
2: Absolutely, it's awesome. Yeah, it's a super unique platform in the sense that yeah, like the alternate lines is is kind of one of one in this space right now. So um, we're gonna take a yeah, really awesome team there at Chalkboard. Really excited to work with them, and um, yeah, hopefully win a little bit of money. Week thirteen
0: rankings: six teams are on a buy. This is win-or-go-home mode for a lot of teams. It kind of feels that way in a lot of leagues I'm in right now where I have high points scored, but I'm dying inside. Okay, people don't care about my leagues. It's (laughs) me. I'm teams. It's me. I'm teams.
1: It is time to dive in, (laughs) fellas, to our running back. Are the highest points in the are the highest points for in the room with us right now, Sean. Oh Jesus. First <laughs> things.
0: Oh, I hate you guys first things first, <laughs> I have ranked the
1: top 40
0: running backs and I've broken them into tiers based on their usage and production over the past four weeks. I like to use four weeks. Some people use a whole season's worth of data. That's fine. I think what you makes my rankings a little more unique is I like to look at more closely and readily available data. I find that season-long data can be helpful and directional, but four weeks gives us a sweet spot about a month of production that I think is sticky over the course of the rest of the season. And I've paired that production and fantasy usage with their Week 13 matchups, and I have enlisted the help of my co-hosts, Aiden and Keegan here, To go tier by tier with me and get off some of their biggest hot takes, some of their best reads on my rankings. Maybe some of the biggest disagreements they have in my rankings because we want to give you the best available options come this Sunday when you're trying to win to make it into the fantasy playoffs. Are you guys ready? Oh, I'm I'm fired up. All right, let's get into it. I'm pulling up the rankings now. So first things first, I have a core five here. uh, My top five. And this is my first tier. And these rankings are PPR. Full point, by the way. You got a problem with it. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Go be a boomer and play standard. Okay. One through five. Half the audience drops after that. You got to love that. Uh, Don't antagonize the audience. Okay. One through five. Running back one on the week. I have Christian McCaffrey. Running back two. King Kyron Williams. Running back three. Tony Pollard. Running back four. B. John Robinson. Running back five. Alvin Kamara two big risers in this tier for me are Kyron Williams and B. John Robinson. I've got Kyron four spots ahead of fantasy pros expert consensus rankings. And this matchup against the Cleveland Browns front looks a little bit more imposing on paper, but they could be down five of their top defenders. You pair that with Kyron's usage and efficiency The guy has played in seven games this year, and he has four top four finishes. Four top four finishes in seven games against a banged up Cleveland front. I am taking Kyron Williams as a top two play this week. And then I've moved Bijan Robinson steadily up the ranks, uh, much to the joy of of Aiden, who's got a lot of Bijan this year. I think Keegan has Bijan too. I'm the only non Bijan guy right now. Uh, If you didn't get the memo, it's not too late. It's officially Bijan Robinson's season. The pass-catching role with Ritter remains top five in fantasy. When Ritter plays, he targets Bijan. Another six targets for Bijan last week. He gets a matchup against the Jets' defense that has consistently gotten gashed all season by running backs. I think it's time to fly. I've got him five spots ahead of expert consensus rankings, and I feel real comfortable with Bijan here in the top four. Uh, I guess Alvin Kamara I'm down on because I'm moving up guys like Tony Pollard, Kyron Williams, and B. John Robinson, even though Alvin's got a smash spot situation with so many receivers potentially missing time. I'll pause
1: here, guys. First tier. Keegan, thoughts? Uh, no thoughts. I think it's uh, right ripe- Right to have Kamara as a top-five play this week. Like you mentioned, so many receiving options out for the Saints. I don't know if Chris is going to play. It's all he did practice today. But that doesn't guarantee he actually clears protocol. Love that Tony Pollard is is back. The The posse is alive and well. Back-to-back games with touchdowns. 80-plus scrimmage yards of back-to-back games as well. Seahawks, they're allowing – Oh, 1.1 rushing touchdowns a game and about 131 scrimmage yards to running backs right now. Last week, CMC went bonkers 24 for 139 and two just on from scrimmage. So
2: I love the matchup for Tony this week. I'm pretty, pretty in on that. I just want to piggyback off the Bijan love because I am, I am so high on Bijon. Um I think the usage is like just extremely exciting the rushing we knew was going to be awesome. Um I think he's 90 yards in back-to-back games, but he had six targets last week. If we can even get three or four on like a weekly basis, we're looking at rookie upside at the running back position we haven't seen since like Saquon Barkley 5 years ago. Like this could be top 5 like, weekly finishes for the rest of the year for Bijan. So, again, um, pretty favorable matchup against the Jets. They've only given up nine total touchdowns to the running back position, but I'd be shocked if he doesn't make his way in there again this week. So, I'm fired up about Bijan Robinson. I am starting to come around on Arthur Smith because, like, this is the running back that we knew they drafted, and he's finally getting unleashed. So, I I have nothing but great things about Bijan right now.
0: He got bullied into playing Bijan Moore. Let's just call it space. It was space. awesome. He got bullied it was into awesome. it. And uh, by the way, Ritter is way better for this offense than Heineke. I think, like, we can, even though Ritter's kind of a yeah. disaster. I'll capitulate on that yeah, one. Ritter Ritter's is way better I, for this
2: offense. I was fired up for the high, but sometimes you don't realize <laughs> how good you have it.
0: <laughs> the next tier I've got here running back six, Jameer Gibbs. Running back seven, Travis Etienne. Running back eight, my king, my prince, Rashad A. White. Running back. Showed nine Austin Eckler running back 10. Ramondre Stevenson, baby, Ramondre might be all the way back up. Uh, he's looking great lately. And running back 11 Raheem Mostert. Things to call out in this tier, uh, Jameer Gibbs. I've got him two spots ahead of expert consensus rankings. I was very bullish in my ranking with him last week. I had him as a top three play, uh, didn't quite hit home. Montgomery got that touchdown, uh, but. Gibbs played way more snaps. The usage remains elite. Uh, I I just, I'm always going to bet on the upside of someone like Jameer Gibbs. Um, he scored 11 points, and, and that offense stunk last week. So I, I'm pretty bullish on Jameer Gibbs, especially in a get-right game against the Saints. Uh, Rashad White, my sweet prince, my king. I need to pick. Is he a king? Is he a prince? I need I need to figure it out, guys. Uh, depends how well I he does I think he's a
2: king week, at this point. King shot at. think.
0: I think we're king him. We're crowning him. Okay. Uh, He, he remains top five in usage. He has a top three matchup. We have to love that. The bucks have gotten a little cute at the goal line. Uh, They tried some Baker Mayfield um, tush pushes, like just, just turn around and give the ball to shot at. If he scores that touchdown last week, again, he finishes another top 12 play. He still got home with around 11 fantasy points in a so-so game. I feel really good. I'm down on Austin Eckler. I'm down five spots on Austin Eckler. Um, his usage remains fantastic, top five in usage, uh, his production has been a little bit lagging, he's top 13 at the position over the past four weeks, he's had back-to-back down weeks, I'm not going to come out here and say Austin Eckler's cooked and his career's done by any means, he's an older back dealing with a high ankle sprain, so it, it, it is what it is at this point, but I'm just... Let's let's see him do it. Uh, let's see him do it again before we throw him into that top five, even though the usage is there. And the last one to call out is is Ramondre. So Ramondre's been running a hot. He He's a bit of a negative regression candidate. Uh, he's had the ninth best usage over the past month with the fourth best production. He's had back-to-back 20-plus carry games. Uh, this is a great matchup against the Chargers. You have to feel good about him as really the only person worth touching the ball. Like, if the Patriots were, like, I think if they're genuinely serious about scoring any points, you'd have to think Ramadre touches the ball twenty plus times, right? So that that's where I'm at with this tier guys. Aiden, I'll kick it off to you. Thoughts on six through eleven year.
2: Yep. I would like to baby fade um Raheem Moster. I'm Baby I'm, I'm doing it with like one foot in the water, maybe Whoa. a couple toes. So on the five toes foot, down. I would say like you're not standing on business yeah, with this take. No, th- this is like a this is like a seven or eight toes take. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm worried about Devon returning to the lineup, um, especially with Jeff Wilson already getting some pretty um, valuable work last week. This is officially the three headed backfield that I think we all feared uh, coming into the year. Um And this is really the first time that all three of them will be healthy together, if I'm not mistaken. Um So I'm just a bit nervous about like, who's going to get what touches, Um you know, most are there's still like, a good chance he gets his but I think like, this is like, worst case for this backfield in terms of like, who's all healthy for the first time. So I'm just worried about who's going to get, you know, the bulk of valuable touches. I, I see it being spread out. There's really no reason giving his injury history and playoff hopeful chances that the dolphins have to run him into the ground. So if he plays more than what, 50% of the snaps um, I'd be pretty surprised personally, which, you know, isn't ideal for fantasy purposes, but that's just kind of where I stand. I think it's um there. It's, it's a crowded kitchen officially. So I'm, I'm being a bit cautious.
0: He's a negative regression candidate too. 26th usage yeah. over the past month, 12th yeah. production. He just hits home runs and scores a ton he of touchdowns. Scores. That's why I'm just. That's why. That's why baby fades good because I, I wouldn't go full fade on somebody like Mostert who's Soundful. had such a good year. Soundful. Keegan, thoughts on this tier?
1: uh a it's another week of shot
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm pretty excited about it i was pretty uh like throughout the early games of the year i'm like yeah whatever he's just like bargain ben austin eckler of austin eckler was like a really bad running back but you know what he's become such a valuable fantasy asset for the buccaneers this year and he just has insane usage he still went 100 on the ground on 15 touches last week had two receptions 10 yards just like Without the score going into last week, I was looking at this in a nine game streak of at least five fantasy points just from receptions. And like as a receiver, now he's gone three six straight games with at least 13 fantasy points. One of the most consistent fantasy backs like in the league right now. And he's just got a really good opportunity against the Panthers. They're giving up a league high, almost two touchdowns a game to running backs right now. And they've allowed at least seventeen plus fantasy points to individual running backs, not just running back room. Seventeen points plus to individual running backs uh, in four straight games. So great, great matchup for Shari. That that you're gonna have to hose me down. I might have to move him up the ranks.
0: (laughs) Um, I'm thinking thinking about shower after that.
1: (laughs) I think the Moser like flag plant as like a top twelve running back play is totally fine as long as like he continues. It's like you said, like. Wait and see, kind of like until he doesn't do it, he'll do it again. Ramondre should benefit from Zappy, right? Like that's what we're thinking. Zappy or whoever it is playing quarterback, just like Cunningham. Central. I hope it's
0: not Cunningham because he's not going to. Ch- that would he's be not disaster. Gonna they're they're going to like yeah. run a wildcat
1: offense, <laughs> Lee Cunningham. I hope it's I hope it's Zappy just for projection's sake the only one that i'm really nervous about in this range is well kind of two like baby nervous about travis Etienne. his ability to hit home runs has not hit lately and he's kind of just like plotting on some touches and that's what he is we knew that it's like similar to kenneth walker right like home run hitting ability and it just hasn't been the same a lot of dearness johnson and austin eckler looks so slow so slow that run last
2: week where he topped out like (laughs) 13 was it 11 11. 13 miles it was something jordan davis the 300 pound d tackle on philly's running 18 miles an hour to chase down josh allen it's like it's the the ankle has completely zapped like all explosiveness and i'm not
1: gonna sit here and say that both of them are bad plays this week et and eckler they're both like like ETN's a pretty massive regression candidate, like expected half PPR points a game is around like 15 and he's really only putting up eight actually. Uh, and then Eckler's, you know, his usage, like you mentioned is good. It's just, I'm a little nervous about those two this week, but other than that, I like, I like the rest of the group. ETN just lost his left tackle.
0: So that's something to keep in mind. Uh, the Jags might just be super pass heavy rest of the season. We're about halfway here through the rankings. We appreciate you as always, for being a part of this community, watching these videos, engaging with us in the comments. If you haven't had a chance yet and you're new to this channel or you've came back to these videos a couple of times, if you're part of the seventy percent of the people that watch these videos and don't subscribe to our channel, go ahead and subscribe to this channel. It's the number one way you can support us. The channel is completely free. We're trying to get to a thousand subscribers. That's our goal before the end of the season. We'd love to make that happen, but we can't do it without you. Next tier that I have here, running back 12, Isaiah Pacheco. Running back 13, Derek Henry. Running back 14, Brees Hall. Running back 15, Jalen Warren. Running back 16, Zach Boss. We'll miss you, JT. Running back 17, Javante Williams. So I'd say the big riser in this group for me is Jalen Warren. He was pretty disappointing last week against Cincy. Uh, Najee looked fantastic. But this is about as good of a matchup as you're going to get against Arizona. Running backs are averaging 26.2 fantasy points per game. And um, we just saw Kyron go off in the screen game. Long runs. It just kind of seems built for Jalen Warren to just gash this defense. So I'm, I'm super high on Warren this week, even with Najee lurking. And then uh, Zach Moss. Come on, you're really not gonna put Zach Moss in your top 16. The guy scored 30 points the last time you played Tennessee. We're not, I'm not doing this again, I learned from my mistakes. So what do you guys think about this tier here?
1: I challenge you to bump Najee Harris up in your rankings. As as the president of the anti-Najee Club, why not Najee versus Warren? Najee's heating up right now. I mean, he has consistently been very good, whether we like to admit it or not. I mean, he scored at least six, almost 16 PPR points in four of his past six games. And I feel like the matchup is wonderful, everything you highlighted. I'm not saying they both can't eat, but I I think it might be a Najee week. I bet they finish right next to each other, if I had to guess.
0: I just like Jalen Warren's home run hitting ability. That's the only reason I got him higher. So I you have to choose one or the other. And I'm gonna go with Warren, but I think Najee is a great play this week. And I wouldn't be shocked if he outscored Warren. I just I saw Kyron Williams house like multiple like fifty yard plus like touchdowns, right? So um you you have to think that Jalen Warren's got that in his bag this week.
1: Before I, I toss it to uh I just wanna highlight like pacheco i'm almost considering a, a top 10 play this week like jarek old man mckinnon groin injury you know his crotch is hurting and he's like crotch. 38 years old so <laughs> i mean last what? week season high and fantasy points two touchdowns season high snap share to 78 of snaps like 15 rushes 55 yards two touchdowns also five receptions when jarek mckinnon's not there like to take up some of the pass catching role it's just all going to pacheco as well too and Packers are pretty beatable on the ground, 4.2 yards a carry and seventh-most r- rushing yards per game, To at like 105 yards. And then last week, Monty, of course, went 15-71 and a touchdown. So I, I like Pacheco as almost a top-10 guy this week. I would put him probably above Eckler and maybe just wow. Eckler. Like I would swap those two this week. That's kind of where I'm at wow. with Pacheco.
2: Lo- that's a flag plant. Love that. That's a flag plant. Aiden? Yeah, I like Pacheco too. I don't have much on top of what Keegan said, but um, yeah, I think the injury to Jarek obviously helps him a lot. Um, I love Zach Moss. Absolutely love love Zach Moss. The guy was like an RB1, like certified RB1, top 10 play. What was it?
0: Uh, He's 10th in the league in rushing yards still, by the way,
2: just as an FYI. Dude, it's out of control. He finished outside of the top 15 just twice between weeks two to eight and that included four top 10 finishes like he now gets all of the touches it's it's only him in that backfield and we've seen what he can do um does he replicate another 30 burger versus Tennessee probably not but I think you can bank on him getting in the end zone having a couple catches and give me probably 15 to 20 points probably like pretty safely so um I absolutely love Zach Moss in games without Jonathan Taylor, he averaged
1: twenty-two point three rush attempts per game. Twenty-two rush attempts per game, and it was averaging
2: almost hundred and twelve yards a game in each of those two. And he was catching like five balls a game too. Like it was insane. They were absolutely force feeding the guy, and he looked awesome dude. He still looked awesome, kind of um, as like a you know a, like a second gear to he had JT. Like Fifty
0: so. rush yards last week, right? Like he had a
2: yeah. He had little... this like super sweet spin move on one play. I was like, "Whoa, he's, that was he's that was cool." I missed it. Hashtag you. good. Like,
0: there's yeah, yeah. He's good at football. I I don't know how you yeah. could have him not on the fringes of RB one territory. In my opinion, He I you could probably move him into the top ten,
2: but uh, you I completely you agree. It,
0: I the matchup gives me a little hesitancy, but he
2: scored thirty last time he did this. He embarrassed he embarrassed them and remember time. remember when Zach Moss bad.
1: Devin Singletary were all <laughs> both on the bills and now they're plotting out Latavius Murray instead
0: well James Cook's good. crazy we we, 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 need right we need a pass catching back we need a pass catch we were back. right about James. well you Cook need was. a running back too Aiden, Aiden and I were right about James Cook um uh-huh. this next tier that I've got here is kind of the fallers tier it's the smallest one Running back eighteen, DeAndre Swift. Running back nineteen, David Montgomery. Running back twenty, Devin Singletary. Running back twenty one, Najee Harris, running back twenty two, Joe Mixon. So DeAndre Swift uh has a brutal matchup against the Niners defense that really limits opposing running backs. They don't let it, anybody points. Eat. Yeah. I mean, even no. though like their EPA, they get beat on the ground, but uh, they limit fantasy. It doesn't points. turn into fantasy. Yeah, it just production. really doesn't. Yeah. It. It do- you're going to need Swift to catch like four <laughs> or five balls uh, for him to hit home. And his his usage has been trending downward for the better part of like six weeks. Now I ask our Scott fish bowl team that and uh, <laughs> David Montgomery running back 19 here. If I'm going to be super bullish on Jameer Gibbs and get him in the top six, it's going to have to impact Monty. Uh, New Orleans has a pretty good run defense, and he's a negative regression candidate. He's been the running back nine over the past month with the running back 35 usage. So something's got to
2: give. Yeah, that 75 yarder will definitely have a
0: 75 yard house call against the Chargers. (laughs) I didn't know he had
1: that in his bag, to be honest. I didn't either. And that
0: run was like run of the year. Like that run was nasty. yeah what was
1: that it reminded me of that run in chicago aiden that big cat always references like the run the one that didn't really score but it was Uh, a really nice it was was just khalil
2: it was just her, or was it Monty? it was monty yeah it was monty against the packers running for like 60 yards it was the yeah and then he gets tackled at the three and they like turn it over or something after (laughs) Uh, (laughs) always remember that
0: and then you're not benching Joe Mixon this week because you're you're down a ton of good running backs because of buys, but matchup downgrade against the Jags defense that's quite good against the run, and then offensive infrastructure downgrade. It doesn't matter how many targets he may get. This team is not going to score a ton of touchdowns. Uh, just It doesn't look pretty. What do you guys think about this tier, which is kind of my father's tier?
2: This is a tough tier. Um, I, I just wanted to highlight Joe Mixon. I think just like, one it's another tough matchup it was it was pretty pretty brutal last week against pittsburgh doesn't get much better this week but i really don't see it getting much better for the rest of the season um, it's hard to envision a world where cincinnati is going to be in good game scripts where you know they take a lead and just you know run the air out of the football so this is a tough one for me um, to your point you, like you have to start them but like you gotta just be like clinching your butt cheeks a little bit just knowing like there's no way this goes well it's just like <laughs> one of those things you just know you have to do Um, I don't know this is just it's, it's not great it, he, it's a he needs one. a
1: positive game script to be like an effective back
2: honestly like yeah, not even just like in a, fantasy but in or general a ton of checkdowns or something I don't know like I just don't know how he hits home even at RB22 I see that hard it's just he had tw- like I think it was like 35 total yards. No, it was like 55 total yards last week. He had like yeah. like a 30 and yard catch.
1: The the split was terrible. I mean, eight rushes for 16 yards, and he had two yeah. receptions for 44 with like yeah, a huge yeah, he had like percentage one coming out one catch. And exactly like with Jake Browning, how do you predict what their game scripts actually going to be? No, it's bad. Jaguars are also like pretty stingy to running backs on the ground, like yeah, 3.6 really yards per carry, and like fewest rush yards per game to running backs, but the kicker here is if jake Browning can get the ball out quickly to joe mixon for some dump offs jaguars are allowing 7.2 receptions to running backs a game. Mm. seven that's a that's a huge number and they allowed singletary to go for six fi- six for 54 in receptions last week mm. so there's a path but it's it's a tricky path for sure and then speaking of Singletary, I kind of like him again, you know, it was a little bit of a weird game script last week with Pierce back in I mean, Singletary only rushed for the ball like six times, which is crazy to think about, but also did have six receptions Turned that into 54 yards like I mentioned, and I think the Broncos are pretty beatable on the ground. I mean, most rushing yards per game, 133 a game, and most fantasy points per game to the position. So it's like, it was from holy that, cow, that Dolphins game. They st- still, that still, it they, still doesn't
0: come down.
1: <laughs> it, it hasn't come down, you know. It's, it's like crazy. obviously they got tore they apart, like but three hundred
0: yards. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's still a decent matchup for yeah, Singletary. And yeah. then I mean, Swift. I like Najee. I already talked about that. And then Monty, you probably just a get a touchdown, walk out with 13 points, 12 points, be happy with it.
2: That's just kind of what Monty is, and I'm totally okay with that. Just gi- give me a touchdown, a ton of dust, and it's just like, you-, you did your job, brother. You did your job.
0: The next tier that I have here, you're, you're going to have to start all these guys because of buys, but you're starting to get into the, ugh, I don't I don't feel that great about it. Running back 23, I've got A.J. Dillon, a.k.a. A.J. Villain. Running back 24, Zach Charbonnet. Running back 25, Jerome Ford. Running back 26, Kareem Hunt. Running back 27, Brian Robinson. Running back 28, James Connor. A.J. Dillon, a.k.a. A.J. Villain. The efficiency is definitely not going to be there. Uh, It's going to be three yards and a cloud of dust, but the touches will be. I mean, Somehow, some way, he's going to get to twelve fantasy points, and you probably can't bench him this week. Uh, Zach Charbonnet, bad matchup, but he's looked pretty good in the expanded role. I think uh, Kenneth Walker's doubtful for this Thursday. Brutal that the Seahawks play last Thursday and this Thursday. That's pretty. It's pretty fucked up. They didn't even get the ten
2: get like the mini buy. Yeah, that's that's at least they get a mini one I after. Guess. But that's, that's brutal. That's a brutal schedule. That's brutal. Dude. Um.
0: Gino's willingness to check down, he didn't do it really that much until the end of the game against the Niners. If Gino's willing to check down, Zach Charbonnet could have a nice game. And uh, James Conner, I'm, I'm really down on Conner this week, guys. The usage just hasn't been great. And look at the splits of Conner with and without Kyler. It's, it's pretty dramatic. He, he doesn't get the dump-offs. Kyler takes a lot of the rushing production. Um, it's pretty stark. So this is like kind of the last of the startables. We have some fringe guys in the next tier that I think are, are possibly startable too. Um, thoughts on this tier before we kind of round through the last ten.
1: I don't really have any thoughts on this tier, to be honest. They're kind of just like yeah. bleh don't love AJ Dillon this week. Sharb, you start him because the role, but it's it's kind of bleak.
2: Yeah, I like Sharb. Um, I think like his usage is by far the best out of this group. Over the last two weeks, like just looking at like over eighty five percent snap share, nineteen plus touches, the guy hasn't found the end zone yet. I'd I'd be willing to bet money that Sharp gets in the end zone for the first time in his young NFL career this week. So wow. you can I take think the that, usage... uh, you can take that to chalkboard sports and put your money where your mouth is. I'm gonna put a slip up um, for people. I'm I'm gonna put my money in where my time? mouth is. I'm gonna I'm I'm standing on business. I'll do Sharp and. We'll see who else Dude, I need to go. Jake's
0: Ferguson looking at me funny for any time touchdown on chalkboard. I'm
2: <laughs> telling you that.
0: I'm telling you that.
2: Sharp Sharp's gonna get in though. Um it's a rough. And then th- like what you said about Connor too, like it, it sucks that like once you get in the five yard line, it's like Kyler might just volture you. It it feels like like DeAndre Swift. It's like like you just know <laughs> the quarterback is gonna take everything from you. Like last week he had that like sweet, like twenty yard rush. He's like misdirection, like, gets inside the five, next play, quick read option, pull for Kyler, four-yard touchdown. It's like, you probably didn't deserve that one. But um, oh, that's just... and
1: Bad news bears for Brian Robinson this week in a matchup against Miami that they're most certainly going to have to keep up in. They're and not that's run. not a game script that's going to work well for... It could be Gibby. For 50 Cent himself. Oh. It could be a Gibby week. Robinson Gibby could have to a ton of yeah.
0: targets, though. So he, he, he might does. get home in the... It, he's a hard There's, guy to rank i'm telling you guys he only
1: had three targets last week though i mean in the passing game that's not going to cut it in a I matchup like, where they're going to be chasing points i guess because curtis
0: Samuel's healthy now like he's the alpha so <laughs> i don't know what to do with that offense uh um,
1: yeah, they've got like i mean if you look at the splits towards the end of the game too with the commanders wow i almost just said the r word i forgot um, they are obviously <laughs> leaning on Antonio Gibson and kind of like negative game scripts when they're playing catch-up. So it's, it's it's rough out there for them.
0: Next tier that I have here, you have pretty much, I think, one or two guys that are really startable, I guess. Like, running back 29, I have Devin A. Chan. Running back 30, Chuba Hubbard. Running back 31, Rico Dottle. 32, Tajay Spears. 33, Ezekiel Elliott. 34, Samaji Perine. 35, Tyler Algier. A lot of backup running backs in this range. So A-Chan, it's pretty clear he's the skeleton key in this offense. It just looks so much more explosive when he's out there. They look like legitimate Super Bowl contenders when he's running around doing his thing. Um, And you can tell he's that important because clearly he could have came back in the game uh, against, um, who did he get hurt on the second play against? I already already talked about it with my therapist, so I dumped that one out of my brain. But he he gets hurt on the second play, could come back in, they're like, hey, we're going to put you on ice, and then, they put him on ice this week on a short week. It's trending towards he's gonna play. I mean, if you have him, you gotta start him probably, right? I don't, I don't know. I it, it's a really tough spot with with H and and then another guy in this tier and Chuba is the other guy that I think you could start. A terrible matchup and you have no idea what's gonna happen with that offense. But he looked good when they gave him the ball against Tennessee. Another guy that's interesting in this tier is Rico Dottle for me. Um, He's got such a great matchup. There's a possibility that Dallas just dog walks the Seahawks. And it's one of those, you know, Tony Pollard plays two and a half quarter games. And it's just the Rico Dattle show time for him to go off. and, uh, And he just sees a lot of run at the end of the game. And if that's the case, like he's kind of a sneaky play, um, i have to play some aj this week because i have five guys on a buy that are all running backs i don't know why i did this to myself i think i'd rather play doddle even though p Ryan's more consistent um i don't want to spend too much time on this tier before we jump to the last group of guys but what's your favorite play in this lineup i mean this tier its just HN probably
2: that's it yeah i i faded most it so i have to like if anyone, like, there's no other, like, home run hitter in this group. Like, he could have five touches and give you 20 fantasy points, and I don't think anyone, maybe Tajay, could, you could kind of make the argument for, but it's, like, the dude is an absolute lightning rod, and anytime he touches the ball, it's, like, he's going to score here. Um, So, yeah, that's the only one that I would really have any type of faith in, but who knows how much they use him this week.
0: Last tier that I have here, Jeff Wilson at 36, Royce Freeman at 37. Antonio Gibson, 38, Damian Pierce, 39 miles Sanders, 40. Please don't play these guys. If you have to though, I kind of like, I I don't know. Please don't. I really hope you don't have to. Like, I I just really hope you don't.
2: It'd be a bummer. (laughs) I I'm completely done with Damian Pierce. Like there's, he's like, he is so droppable at this point. He can't like, you know, last week kind of looked like ass in his return. I don't even think he's fully healthy. Like his role's completely gone. He like, He's not a goal line rusher. He's not a pass catch. Like at this point, I just don't know what he does better that like is valuable to this offense. So i I'm I'm completely done with Pierce. Shout Damian out to Pierce, Scott Barrett. But
0: the thing with Pierce is that he's never run in a zone scheme before. And Bobby Slowett comes from the and tree and they asked their running backs to run zone concepts. And Damien's not good at it. No, Wish not. I had known that preseason um before i went all in i guess kind of right because singletary looks great in this offense but you know yeah. mostly wrong mostly wrong yeah uh, but that'll do it for running backs he's the top 40 if you have any questions comments drop them in the comments below sign up for chalkboard sports promo code RTM. thank you everybody for tuning in until next time